And we are going. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. Wherever the hell you are, you could be at work, you could be on your way to work, you could be dropping your kid off at daycare, you could be at the gym, you could be trying to fall asleep, doesn't really matter. But wherever you are, the fact that you tuned in here with me at the High Button, I do truly appreciate that. We have a great episode coming up for you. Carlos Meza and Patrick Busby, they are the co-founders of ProEdge Sports Conditioning. They are training some of the most elite hockey players this province has ever seen. I'm excited to talk to them and see what their secret to success is. Also, I want to talk to them to see how I can live a better life. I stretch and I run, um, and I do feel good, but at the same time, I'd always like to be feeling better, so maybe they'll be able to give me some tips uh, on how to live a healthier life, and you listeners at home, you can maybe gain some knowledge as well. So it's going to be a great podcast. Sit tight. Here we go. All right, so we're rolling here, Pat. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me in. Your uh, your sidekick bailed on you. Yeah, like I was saying, the more articulate one, unfortunately, couldn't make it. But, uh, you know, hopefully I can fill in and, and do a decent job here. Yeah, well, like I said, before we started this, I have tons of questions regarding hockey and also just regarding the average Joe. Um, you know, the listeners here at the high button, they're not all hockey guys. There's some people that are just like me that want to live a healthy every single day life. Um, so I figure we we mix and match a little bit of both, and yeah. hopefully we'll give the listeners a little bit of. Uh, I think pretty much everyone that that's a trainer at one point, you know, started off with the average Joe, and then, you know, those guys who wanted to work with athletes, a lot of them, you know, find their way to working in that direction. But it doesn't always happen. A lot of people, you know, that I know that are still trainers, yeah. you know, want to be working with athletes, but there's just there's not a lot of. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of trainers and there's not a, a ton of high level athletes that are gonna especially be in this province. Absolutely. Yeah. You only have a handful of professional athletes in the in the city or in the province. Right. So. Yeah. Um, but yet it seems like every trainer almost wants to be working with them. Right. So. Well, I see a lot of guys like move to Toronto or they move out west because there's just more variety of athletes to train. Yeah. So the fact that you get to do what you do here in this province. So are you from here? Yeah. No, I actually I, I grew up in New Brunswick. Oh, OK. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I've been in Nova Scotia for 10 plus years now. Okay. Um, cause I went to St. Effects after high school and then I've lived in Halifax since. So you know, okay. I've, I've basically been here for half my life and then New Brunswick for half my life. But. Well, let's get into that. Let's give me your background a little bit, like uh, schooling, where you, where you, all that. Yeah. Well, like I said, I grew up in, in Sackville, New Brunswick, just a small town, uh, not too far outside of Moncton. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's never really got into one sport myself too much. I kind okay. of, uh, I was kind of good at a lot of different sports, but I never became really good at one sport because I, in, uh, in Sackville, you don't really, you don't really do that. You just kind of, you kind of play every sport and, and, uh, unfortunately there's not, you know, you have to, you have to go to Moncton to play at a really, you know, at, at a, at a higher level, which, yeah. you know, I did for some of my sports, but, um, yeah, I just kind of played a little bit of everything, but wasn't good enough to make it in just one sport. I see what you're saying. And then, uh, yeah, I went to St. Effects after graduating from high school. Uh, I went there for four years, did a science in, uh, uh, kinesiology nice and uh yeah moved to halifax um immediately after that and I've, I've been here since so so at what point did you know you wanted to be a trainer um i, I was first certified uh when i was i would have been uh, 19 okay so yeah i've been it's over 10 years now that i've been actually training people even though i'm well i just turned 31 so yeah um i've been doing it doing it a long time um really started working with athletes Worked with a few at St. FX, but uh, 
you know, I, and then I kind of got into, I started working at Good Life after I graduated from St. FX and I started working with a couple of, couple of athletes there. Um, at Good Life, sorry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And actually in Dartmouth and, you know, I didn't really, yeah, I always wanted to work with athletes, but I yeah. knew going through Good Life, I was going to have to go through a lot of, you know, just, just regular people that are trying to lose weight and get fit, which yeah. I was totally cool with and had a great time. But yeah. I did actually start training a couple of guys who, um, at the time, there was a, a guy named Ben Bro who was the captain of the Quebec Ramparts who did personal training with me at Good Life, okay. um, which I don't think now a lot of athletes at that level are training at, at Good Life. I'm, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm I think most of them now are kind of specializing into sports conditioning facilities and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but even back then, it was a little bit different. Um, so I kind of got you know, uh, my foot in the door a little bit through doing some stuff there cool. and then kind of, I guess, progressed from there. Yeah. When you're working with like just... I'm not calling them average Joes, but people that aren't athletes. Do you kind of find it gets dull every like when you every now and then, like when you want to say push it, like let's go. You kind of you can't yell. You have to just kind of have a calm sense of voice. Yeah, it's different. I think it depends on the trainer. Like for me, um, I'd say most of the time in my job, um, if anything, with a lot of these, you know, the higher level hockey guys, I'm almost bringing them down a bit instead of. Uh, motivating them and pushing them harder. What you do know, you mean? It's, what do you mean? It, it's kind of a mix. Like they want to go, 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 but yeah. sometimes you, you know, you almost have to dial them back a little bit um, in the sense that, you know, these guys grind for, you know, however many games through a season and then the off season, it's not always just about more is better. Right. So we kind of, you know, sometimes the guys, they, they'd probably want to come in every day of the week. A lot of them, if, if it was up to them. Right. So you have to give them rest days and you have to give them recovery stuff. So, that's different training athletes because mm-hmm. you know it's it's not always about pushing them whereas it's about recovery maybe yeah whereas some of the you know the average population usually they require a little bit more motivation but a lot of the guys if you're at the nhl level yeah you don't you're not really lacking motivation <laughs> right so um, that must make your job so much more fun it's different it makes it different i don't mind you know yelling and getting in people's face like that yeah. when training but that's not really my style so okay it's different for these guys it's more about educating them to get better rather than just pushing them harder and harder. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always a time and a place to, to, to push them. But yeah. generally speaking, yeah, there's a pretty big difference between, you know, the average population yeah. person that's trying to, you know, yeah. You know, weekend warrior trying to shed a f- few, few pounds, pounds versus somebody that's trying to get an NHL contract. Right. But One thing I was thinking of before you came here, I was thinking of questions was when I look at your guys' social media, I see that you guys train in a group of people, at least all the hockey guys. Do you find that helps because they battle against each other in the gym and your job, you can kind of relax and just monitor it when you don't really have to push them like you just said, but they battle against each other. Do you find that helps at all? Yep. I think it does. It it can also, it can hurt in some ways too, because you know, you might have a guy that's trying to do the same weight as another guy that probably shouldn't be doing Uh, that weight. I see what you're saying. Right. And that sometimes the ego gets involved, but we try to make sure that all the guys, you know, you got to leave that at the door because otherwise you know, you're going to get hurt or, yeah. you know, something's going to go wrong. And that's the last thing you want. Right. My job is to make sure, first of all, that these guys, um, you know, don't get hurt and then they're getting better. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I would say, uh, it, it definitely, like, if you looked at, I have something that I'll post this afternoon about the guys doing an agility drill and definitely like when you see one guy going hard, you're going to go equally as hard. So that they kind of feed off of each other for sure. And it okay. definitely, yeah, it definitely provides a little bit more of a, you know, the environment, the atmosphere, when you walk in the gym and you see, you know, five or 10 or 20 guys training at the same time that are all competing, it, it gets, yeah, it yeah. gets pretty intense and definitely, yeah, it's a good, 
good working environment for sure whenever i talk to siblings when i was talking to luke green we were talking about matt green and that's what he said he's like growing up the competitive edge in our household was ridiculous because we're just going at each other trying to be better than one one another yeah and look where they they both are at now and tomorrow i got jill sonye and brennan sonye coming on right. and i'm excited to talk to them because you know yeah. that's a great hockey family and they just battle with each other so yeah when i see your social media and i see even though they're not siblings but they're like a close family yeah. for these three months that they're here that's i don't know that's what i thought of right away yeah no cool. you're, you're right it definitely the group stuff is yeah it's a great way to do it you just got to make sure that uh each guy is following you know his own his regimen kind of, yeah yeah well, so we have individual programs but you know most of the workouts like individual programs well they are and they aren't like there's some things that some guys need to work on so like you know, we've got a couple of guys that maybe you're trying to put on a little bit of size. So maybe yeah. they're doing a little bit more, a few more reps, a few more sets. And they're, you know, they might come in on a Saturday and do more like of a, you know, bodybuilding st- style workout to try to, you know. Well, it's Saturday. They're going that. to the, they might be going to the bar. So well, they got to lift. Yeah, they got to look good. <laughs> yeah. you, there's always a few curls on Saturdays. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Are you guys in communication with the, with the team's trainers? Like at the end of the year, let's say you got a guy that's playing for the Mooseheads and you're talking to their trainer. It's like, okay, well, what was wrong with him this year? Do you guys, is that a thing? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, that's one of the most important things about our job, I think, is making sure that, because I see these guys for, you know, two months, three months in the summer, but the other, you know, nine months of the, of the year, they're, they're playing hockey. So, um, you know, it's, it's, you have to collaborate with the other strength coaches and I, I get calls from. Uh, like we got a guy drafted to St. Louis, a guy drafted to Ottawa, a guy drafted to Winnipeg. Those guys, those, um, I guess organizations want to know what's going on, um, with those guys during the summer. Right. So, so do scouts call you like um, the people from that organization, give the strength you a- coaches or the, like I've talked to the, some, some of the GMs will tell the strength coaches, here's what we need. The strength coaches then talk That's to cool. me about what, what they want to see from, from our guy. So, um, like someone like Evan Fitzpatrick, for example, um, you know, he's been told that he needs to work on certain parts of his game um, from the strength coach and that when they go to development camp or whatever, um, that comes back to me. um, You know, they might have certain things that they say, you know, here's what we noticed. This, this is what we want him to work on. And of course, whatever I think he needs to work on doesn't matter. It's whatever the general manager or the, um, you know, the strength coach from, from that organization, whatever they want to work on. That's what, um, that's essentially what, what will turn, Dude, my that's focus awesome. on too, right? So, the yeah, fact that you're good. in communication you, you, with these guys. Yeah, you build a relationship with some people who are, you know, have have pretty big names in the sport, right? So, one guy I want to talk about who's an absolute stud out here is Drake, uh, or not here, I know Drake uh, Batherson, Ottawa yeah. guy. What's he? What's he like in the gym? What's he like as a guy? I want to get him on here, but he's a busy guy right now. Yeah, yeah, he's had a lot of stuff throughout the off season too, and I know now he just kind of. He's probably just mindset is on, on training because he's had such a long, long season. And, uh, you know, with the World Juniors and with he went they went far into the playoffs and uh, development camp and, you know, a lot of stuff's been been going on. So he's uh, he's trying I think he now he's trying to focus on the training. So he's been he's been coming in regularly and, and putting in the work. So um, but, yeah, no, Drake's uh, Drake's a, a great guy. I mean, he's just. He's a valley boy. He's never he's never gonna change. He's just uh, you know he's a he's a humble guy and he's yeah. you know just appreciates one of the guys who appreciates all the small things and he's just uh, you know just a real stand up guy. I would never never say anything bad about Drake and I know uh, I know the guys like training around him too. Yeah. So yeah, all the guys uh, all the guys like Drake. So I had yeah. speaking of another guy we had on here was Alex Drover and he's a young guy. Yeah, and, you know he wants to have a great year or a great career in the queue. 
Um, do you see him being a sponge in the gym all the time, learning from these other guys, asking questions of you yeah, know, guys well, that have already... Yeah. How many guys did you say you have in the queue right now? 30-something? Um, yeah, there'd be about uh, like 20, 20 to 25. So he must be yeah. a sponge, just asking questions left, right, and center. Yeah, and that's Drover. I don't know if you interviewed him. You, yeah, you probably he realize here, yeah. like he's just like... He's very... like He's in tune with everything, right? He's... Uh, yeah, he oh, yeah. he want he's just he's he's got that personality of like he just he wants to he wants yeah. to get better. He's always asking questions and yeah, if you can find Drake in the gym, you're gonna find you're gonna find Drover. I love hearing that. Drover won't go too far away. I think Drover's a a, a big fan of Drake, which which yeah. is a, a great person to look up to. But uh, yeah, no, they're definitely um, yeah. He's he's one of those guys. He's 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 really keen and yeah. Um, you know, it's a, he's got the right mindset for sure. He just he he's one of those guys who really. Is, dedicated himself and That's wants, nice. wants to get better so i love hearing that i yeah. gotta get over to the gym where are you guys located at um we're on uh, we're in duke street in in bedford so um where the old cpa high school used to be maritime dance academy we're right below oh yeah so it's kind of what they call the bedford Commons. so okay um it took me about yeah about 10 12 minutes maybe to get here so you just oh. hop on the 102 and yeah, it's. it's I want to come check it out. I was looking at some of your videos today on YouTube. It looks top of the line shit. Like it looks awesome. Yeah, I yeah. Come. I mean, we were lucky to have, the you know, all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we the business model from the start was kind of like let's let's get everything that we need and um, you know make it into a, a top notch facility and yeah, you know that'll be a you know a key way to try to attract you know other yeah. other big name athletes. I guess is to well yeah. yeah. Well, that that kind of leads into my second question because you know. You know, the, the fitness world is in here in Nova Scotia. I really don't know much about it, but I feel like other people are trying to do what you do. Where do you think that your secret to success is coming? Like you, like like we just talked about some of the players that are working or in your mm -hmm. stable, I guess. What do you think makes them come to you? If uh, if you don't want to give your secret away, you don't have to, but I <laughs> yeah, just thought I don't I know, that I don't know if it's much of a secret, to be honest. I think it's just... Uh I think it's the way you, 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 you treat the people, obviously. Like, I think, you know you need a couple of names to come in right from the start. Yeah. Um, and then if you've, if you've got a couple of those names and you deliver a really good service and the guys buy in, then in the hockey world, especially, you know, those guys talk, right? So go, yeah. if you do a good job with some guys, uh, you know, and help them get, you know, to the next level or, or, yeah. or progress, then, you know, those guys are going to talk and they skate together and they hang out together. They go drinking together, whatever it is that they do in their off time, they're, they're talking. And I think, yeah that's been you know that's been a, a big way and, and sometimes you even have to ask for a little bit of help from some of those guys right and say look guys if, if you think we're doing a good job here and you're happy with the results you're getting you know it'd be great if you could tell your friends and and, and get them involved so that mm -hmm. we can all kind of get in this right so yeah i don't know if i don't know if there's much of a much of a secret i think it's just like make sure that you um you know do your research and you put in the time and, and you're up to date with all the latest you know training and and mm -hmm. uh yeah make sure that you know that you care about them getting better because at the end of the day, you know, if, if you don't, if you don't really care about these guys, then it's, yeah. they're going to see that and, and they're not going to be, yeah. they don't, they don't care how, how nice the gym is. If they don't feel like you're invested in them, then they're not uh, going to be invested in you. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So, um, I ended up kind of getting things started with Luke and Matt Green. Those were two of my first, oh, were they? you know, bigger, bigger name guys. Um, and that just came through me. Uh, my family lives in, uh, my mom lives in St. John, New Brunswick. So, okay. uh, one day I just, I, I, you know, I went to, uh, looked up a place to see where the, I want to know where the sea dogs trained. Cause you know, I feel like that's, uh, you know, if I can get in and meet, meet these guys and you know, maybe I'll learn a thing or two. Right. So 
I just walk into a gym there and, and talk to a guy who, who owned the, the gym that a lot of the sea dogs were training at. Okay. And just kind of, uh, had a, had a great conversation with him. His name's Terry Blizzard. He's, he's, uh, a friend of mine I've known him for, for years now and cool. um, we share a few clients uh, back and forth between the two cities and and uh, he basically just um, yeah we, we we had a lot a similar training philosophy and got along well and he ended up you know basically telling Luke and Matt who played for St. John at the time that when they go back to Halifax that they recommend that they train with me so the Luke and Matt came in with their with their father and yeah, we just had a quick conversation and the guys, I guess, like what they heard. They liked the gym and kind of started out from there. And then those guys just kind of told their friends and then we, you know, put that stuff on our social media. And if those guys are training here, then kind of attracts other guys, I guess. And it kind of snowballs. And right? it's crazy how that just came from you just taking the initiative. Hey, I'm going to go down and see the gym, see where the guys hang out. That's all that was. And now look, it just goes to show anyone that's listening. If you just want to use a little bit of initiative, you know, take, take charge and then look what happens. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I didn't think I was doing anything special, right? I yeah. just was curious and kind of wanted to, yeah. kind of wanted to uh, build a little bit of a relationship or see if I could get to know this guy. Cause networking and what I do as an entrepreneur and, you know, someone who's training hockey players and other athletes is just one of the, you know, something that everybody, everybody yeah. should be doing. And it's not, not hard to do, right? No. Anyone can do it. Simple. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a little something like that can go a long way, and it has. Same thing with my what I'm doing here, like the network I'm networking I'm doing this summer has been ridiculous. Just meeting mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah, and it, it it's hard not to get down or frustrated at times because it doesn't. One conversation doesn't lead to for me a, a client the next day, mm. right? It could be it could be years down the road where I'm going to see that. So it takes it takes Patience. a long time, but it's hard to not get discouraged. And sometimes mm -hmm. you think, am I putting in all this work for for nothing? And it's yeah. just. Yeah. yeah, you sometimes just got to trust that you're on the right path and, and kind of yeah. keep going, right? You kind of get a feel for it. I don't know about you, but you just kind of, even if things aren't going your way, you just kind of know you're doing something right. I don't know yep. if you ever get that feeling. But even though I know yeah. things aren't coming right now, yeah, like you just said, in a yeah. month, in a year, whatever it may be, it, it'll happen eventually. Um, I want to talk outside the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, training can get boring sometimes. It's just like if you eat chicken every day, you're not going to eat it every day. You got to spice it up a bit. So when you're at the gym and you're working out, I saw that you guys go to the beach and you guys do things outside of the gym. What's one of your favorite outside gym activities to, to train? It doesn't have to be the beach, but just anything. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we use, we use Rainbow Haven, the beach. Um, quite often we will go to Citadel Hill and do some track work, uh, some, some hill workouts. You ever run into Crosby at the hill? Um, no, I think one of the other, some of the other guys that go there, one of my other coaches maybe is running to him, but I know like Brad Marchand was, was there. Oh, was he? Um, when we went on some of the guys on Friday. So yeah, you'll see a handful of those guys, uh, working around the area. Um, and then we'll go to the track in, in Sackville. There's a nice track at Metfield. Okay. Um, so between those three places, um, yeah, it just, it's the guys like it. Cause sometimes it is, like you said, it's, it's nice to get outside of the gym. Uh, it's good. Like it's a good bonding thing. You know, a lot of the guys kind of, uh, they seem to enjoy it. You know, it's, uh, it's a little bit more fun because it can get a little monotonous in the gym, I guess. So yeah. when you get out there, it's kind of like you're free to run around, but, but at the same time, the guys know that they're going to get bagged if they're going <laughs> to the beach. Right. Cause it's all the workouts outside of the gym. You don't really have much equipment. So, yeah. you know, they don't get to do their, their, their bench press and their bicep curls. Yeah. It's more like, you know, it's a Quick little feet. bit, uh, yeah, it's a lot of conditioning. It's just a lot of reps, a lot of body weight stuff. So when we go to the hill, it's a lot of running up the hill. It's a lot of 
shuffles up the hill. It's piggybacks up the hill. It's yeah. wheelbarrows down the hill. It's, you know, that, that kind of stuff that, uh, you just, it's, it's almost like a boot camp kind of workout. Yeah. But we do that one day a week and that works well with our routine. We wouldn't do it every day. What um, day of the week do you guys do it? We do it on Friday. Cause it's nice. usually, like I said, it's, yeah. It's a bit of a bagger. The guys like to go and do something different on a Friday and then they have Saturday, Sunday to recover. Yeah. Right. So if they're going through an intense workout Friday that they get those two days to kind of recover and yeah. then we go hard again on Monday. So you ever do the, um, people go to PEI and they run like the sand dooms. Have you ever done that before? Apparently that's just like a bagger. Yeah. You ever heard of that? No, I've never, I've never heard of it. I've, I've never done it, but there's definitely some benefit to doing, doing stuff in the sand, um, that people maybe don't don't realize um, awesome. but uh yeah i mean even just if you if you relate how sand works to, to skating on ice obviously it's it's completely different but the one thing that is similar would be if you look at someone let's say like a basketball player or a soccer player they're on hard ground and their their contact time is is very short so if they're doing you know uh if you're running on a basketball court you're and you're jumping and you're sprinting your feet are not on the ground on making contact for a very long time whereas if you're on the ice yeah you push you push in a deep uh, like you're, you're in a deep knee bend and your foot is on the ground making contact with the ice a lot longer than it would be if you were running on a basketball court, for example. Yeah. So on the beach, it's kind of similar, right? Because your foot digs into the sand and it kind of sits in the sand for a little longer. So it's, it's, it's good for hockey players because they need to develop that, I guess, like getting kind of sciencey here, but the impulse to push into the sand is, is similar to what they would have to do on the ice. Interesting. Right. In, instead of it being springy. Yeah. Uh, it's more delayed a little bit yeah exactly yeah Yeah, there's more contact time which relates well to what the guys do have you ever seen kind of off topic but have you ever seen the documentary i think kevin durant put it out with hbo about like four years ago it was the Mm -hmm. first summer before he went to golden state did you see that documentary no i don't think so anyways he went to california for the summer to train with westbrook this is before he made the announcement to go to golden state so they were still friends anyways they're in uh, i think they're in santa monica and there's this crazy hill it's this doom that's essentially like citadel hill but all sand and they're just sprinting up this thing through pylons it just anyways i went to go see it i somehow stumbled upon it when i was out in california and i tried it i could barely get up half of the oh thing. you went there oh i went there i st- i didn't go there on purpose i just you was walking yeah, yeah. and i was like this is the place from the movie wow anyways it was one of the most incredible things yeah and there's athletes training there i don't know i thought it was cool yeah so you ran it yourself well i tried i got halfway through it and i just couldn't do it i had to walk up the second half you ever see those like videos on youtube of people running up massive hills but there's like rope on them it's like uh man they only they do it in like europe like as resistance, like they're running through resistance or what do no, you No, it's like, I can't, you know, like, um, a cheese wheel, like when they throw the cheese wheel down the hill and people have to run down and get it like <laughs> yeah, one of those yeah. massive hills. Yeah. So it's essentially like that, but it's a race up this hill and okay. it's so steep and so long. And so they have to put rope on there because people can't uh, run up it for so long. So they have to hold onto this rope to bring uh, okay. up. Never uh, seen anything no, like that. No. Oh, there's some crazy things I've seen on huh. hill sprints. Have you ever done um, any like CrossFit or there's what's the one in Halifax? It's like a mud race. Oh, um, Mud Hero is that yeah. is that? yeah, I haven't done any of those. Um, yeah, I want to try. I'm just for show. I, You're I just really, for show. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't really do. Don't really do. No, I haven't got into any of that stuff. I, I think it's I think it's great. Um, we were gonna do one just of all of our uh, like our members at the gym one year and. I don't know. It just kind of fell through, but I'm, I'm sure eventually we'll, we'll get into doing some stuff like that. But right on. yeah, I think they're, uh, yeah, no, I think that stuff's cool. 
All right, I want to get into some food here. Um, I've been known from time to time not to be the healthiest eater. Um, I want to see if I can get a nugget from you in the morning when I wake up. I don't always feel refreshed. Um, what's your breakfast routine? To what time do you work out in the morning? You just do you work out in the morning right away, or do you work out in the afternoons? Uh, geez, yeah, I don't really. I'm more of a night guy. I, I typically will train in the evenings. I just. Is there a certain time to work out? Like people say working out in the morning is the best for you. Yeah, is that I, true? I think it or? depends on what you're training for, right? Like uh, I, I think for these, for like a, for these hockey guys, for example, it's, you know, they like to wake up not too early, yeah. grab breakfast, let digest, and then come in and train. 10 o'clock for most people is a great time just because I, I don't know. I've, I've, from some of the reading and, and, and uh, I guess education that I have, I, I, I know that, um, you know, your testosterone levels are, are supposed to, for most guys, are supposed to peak late morning. Um, so ideally, if, you know, if that's a natural time that your body is capable of, of pushing yourself more and, and lifting heavier and moving faster or whatever, then that is, a, that is an ideal time. And that just works out well with what we do because, okay. you know, we're training at 10 o'clock with a lot of these guys. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of a best case scenario. But I think it's honestly, it's for me, I can't push myself as hard at 10 a.m as I could at six or 7 PM. Yeah. But that's just because that's, that's my lifestyle. I've, yeah. I'm not going to wake up earlier to train. I'm yeah. going to wake up and do whatever I got to do so that I make it to the gym a few minutes before training yeah. and, and get to work. Right. I can't make myself get up at, at six and, and train. I more of a night guy. So it's, yeah. See, it's the opposite with me. I don't know if I can train at night because when I try to go to bed after I can't sleep because my blood's just pumping. Yeah. So like when I try to work out yeah, like lunchtime, one o'clock or do something, cause I've done it before and it's just, I can't sleep at nighttime. Yeah. I think for me, I think like anytime I'm playing hockey or soccer, it's 10, nine, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm used to doing things in the evening and it's, that's just routine. My body. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, yeah. So what's the healthiest but yeah, breakfast? Going to breakfast? I mean, mine, mine is pretty similar every day and I'm not like a lot of these guys or trainers or nutritionists who are super strict regimented, I guess. Yeah. But at, at the same time for my breakfast, I'm doing pretty much the same thing every day and you could ask the guys in the gym like they always see me show up with my smoothie in my hand and what kind of smoothie so what i do is every morning i'll have um i'll have some oatmeal uh, just some plain oatmeal with with throwing some brown sugar and then i'll uh, i'll mix up a smoothie and i usually just put in um usually some orange juice or almond milk and then frozen berries a banana some flax seeds some coconut oil um protein and greek yogurt what's and, flax uh, seed uh just like little like high fiber oh. little seeds that uh, I don't know. Yeah, chia seeds and flax seeds are good, good, uh, good fats in those. So okay. I'll I'll mix those in and just for for me I'm, I'm always trying to get more calories. Whereas you know some people that are trying to lose weight want to obviously re- yeah. reduce calories. But yeah. for me I have a tough time. I'm one of those guys who goes on vacation and loses weight. Oh, you have right? a fast metabolism. Keep, yeah, fast metabolism, and I can't I can't put on a lot of mass as easily as I could get. You know get ripped I yeah. guess, for me right yeah so, yeah um yeah it's always a struggle for me to get enough food so i'm but not eat a bunch of bunch of junk right so do you guys have one of those smoothie bars at your place no no we don't um it's funny when i went to toronto a few weeks ago i i went to a place that had a smoothie bar in there and yeah. it was like man this is this is awesome i would love to be able to do it but the smoothie bar itself had three people working it the whole time and they have like they have four different refrigerators they have a inventory of you know supplements oh, and food and everything so it's just like you know this is too much and we don't we're not set up for that as much as i think it would be beneficial to our members and our athletes it's just yeah 
I don't think. Maybe in Pro Age 2.0, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think in this one it's going to work. Who knows? You guys could be the next uh, good life. Get to Toronto yeah. one day. Yeah, we'll see. That's, I mean. How many people do you guys have working for you there? Um, I guess we've got around 12 if you're counting part-time. Okay. Yeah, and then full-time we've got about seven. Okay. Seven or eight, so it's not a, you know, it's not a, a tiny little yeah. uh, shop, but so at the same time it's not a. It's not a big, big place. So other clientele other than hockey players, who else are who else are you working with, I guess? Yeah, well, we got, I mean, we have an athlete from pretty much every sport. Like, yeah. if you can think of a sport now, I bet you we've got one of them. Volleyball. Yeah, we, we, we train an organization of volleyball that we've worked with for the last four years. Um, so a lot of volleyball players. We have curlers. We have curlers. lacrosse. We have lacrosse. That's my sport. Swimmers. Yeah. Um, we've got, yeah, like we've got a handful of. Yeah. Uh, just about everything. We we don't have a ton of. Um, I mean, we just we we work now with Ming Basketball, which is which is really cool. We just started Ooh. with them, so we do have some more basketball athletes in there. But there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of baseball. We don't we don't have. I, I've trained a, a guy named Jaden who's just uh, he's playing Division One in the states. He pitched for the junior national team. Oh yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean. Not a lot of baseball. Uh, I don't know if those guys are going elsewhere or they're just not training. But mm. um, yeah, pretty much every every sport is training now, right? And at a okay. at a young age, right? So, so each sport, you know, obviously each sport is different. Do you have to come up with a different regimen for people that are playing other sports? Like someone different than hockey, obviously, is going to be training differently than a swimmer. So, is that your job to go home at night and come up with a, a workout routine? Is yeah, that essentially yeah. where your expertise comes in? It is, and there's some, and that's where I guess the one good thing about my background with sports was that, like I said, I didn't, yeah. I was never good enough to get there in one sport. But at the same time, I played every sport at a fairly, you know, a yeah. fairly high level. So I'm pretty familiar with like if a golfer comes in, you know, there's certain things to work on. But uh, I did have a couple of years ago, I worked with a couple of girls who were Irish dancers. And they came to get better at Irish dancing. So what did you do? And I, you know, I, I, yeah, I asked the mom for some videos and some tips. And I was even going to go upstairs at the dance academy and watch them one day. And then I felt a little weird about doing that. So, <laughs> so I didn't. But I did research the sport. And uh, you know what? Oh, I, it's a sport. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's dance. It's, like, it's uh, a sport. Okay. The girls move. They perform. <laughs> okay. There's a certain level of athleticism that they need. Um, and I mean, like, if, if you did it for five minutes... Um, I think you'd be out of breath. It it's uh, it, it looks tough. Um, definitely the stamina and the coordination that probably a lot of us don't have. But you know what? At every um, I guess every sport, you you at, at starting out at a certain level, you're going to train the kids to be good athletes. Yeah. And then you know once maybe they hit 15 or 16 and they you can specialize or they know they're going to specialize and turn into a hockey player. Like if you get drafted the queue, it's okay. It's time. I'm gonna I'm gonna put all my eggs in one basket and I'm going to train for, for hockey. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, I'm not going to train an eight year old to become a hockey star. It's more like, okay, we're going to, we're going to make him an athlete first. And then, you know, as he gets better and better and, and grows and learns how to train, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe we can, we can specify things a little bit, but we're never going to start out by training somebody yeah. uh, just for their sport at, at a young age like that. Do you find at yeah. the younger age that the attention span of these kids isn't so much there, you know, with how people talk and how younger kids don't have the attention span because they're on their phone, iPad, laptop. Do you find that at all in the gym when you're training these kids? Yeah, it's a good question because, um, yeah, yeah. You know, you hear so many things of, of you know, people in my generation or older saying, you know, kids yeah. these days and it's, uh, you know, they don't, they don't listen and they've all got some type of 
learning disability, whether it's ADHD or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't see a lot of that because a lot of the guys I think that we're working with are at a pretty high level and I think they're pretty, they're pretty focused. Uh, very rarely will we see somebody in a gym with their, a kid with their phone on texting or Snapchatting yeah. or whatever, I think, cause they know, they know they're not allowed. Okay. Uh, they know they'll oh, get you got a no phone out. policy. You know what? I don't even think I really say no phones. It's just, they come in, they put their phones in their locker they and, know. and we go. And like I said, every once in a while it might, might happen and you yeah. might have to call them out. But, um, most of the guys are, are pretty good. That's good. Uh, it's just like going to practice, right? You're not going to bring your phone on the bench with you yeah. and, uh, and, and send a couple of Snapchats in between shifts, right? Yeah, and, that's true. I, mean, I guess doesn't happen much so i think that they kind of treat it the same way and that's the way it should be looked at for sure but the, the more i talk to coaches like honestly because i'm not in the industry that you're in the coaching or the fitness or anything like that and i always have the speculation of kids don't have the attention span but i get the same answer from hockey coaches that you just gave it's like no it's not a problem everyone wants to learn yeah they, uh, yeah i don't know it's I, a big uh that's why you know if people are easy to say you know kids in today's world are <laughs> but it's mainstream media you know, i find that's saying that yeah it's, and and i don't know maybe it's maybe it's a little bit different i think we're lucky that we get to work a lot of the kids that we get to work with are they want to come into the gym and you know as an athlete i think you have I, that, and that's this is why sports are, are great for kids right it teaches you a little bit of I, I don't know discipline and some um some other benefits that come along with playing in a uh, i guess in a, in a team or individual individual sport yeah is that you learn you know, you learn certain, I guess, things that are going to help you in, in the long life, run. right? So, um, but no, I, I guess like, yeah, we, there's a lot of kids that we're working with who, yeah, you would never, you would never see that kind of behavior from. I mean, every, if there's, there's always going to be a, a handful in, in each group, but uh, I don't think it's as bad as what, from my experience is what a lot of people might make it out to be. Yeah. Maybe it's different as a, if you were a teacher. You might get a different answer because a lot of the, I mean, but who wasn't a, a shithead in school, right? Like, exactly. I would That'd have been be the tough. same way. And I know a lot of my friends were the same way. So yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if much has changed. Right? I don't think it has. <laughs> yeah. No, we see, we see a lot of great kids. So I, I would never, yeah, I, I can't say anything bad about that. Right on, yeah. man. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah well, I want to ask what, what do you think is uh, the most rewarding part about your job? Um, yeah, good question. Cause you definitely, you're definitely touching a lot of people's lives. Working yeah. out is definitely not the most ideal thing for people and they, they get, people get nervous when they go into a gym or, and they don't know what they're doing. It's definitely, yeah. you know, obviously you and I were more of athletic individuals, but people that aren't and want to get into shape, it's, it's a tough thing that for a lot of people, uh, mental health comes into play as well with it. So mm -hmm. like I said, you're touching a lot of people's lives. What do you think is the best part about waking up being you? Yeah. Well, I know we've, we've talked a lot about the athlete side of things, but yeah. you know, a big part of our business is, is just, um, is working with, you know, the general population. Right. So I think in terms of that, um, one of the most rewarding or satisfying things, it might sound a little bit weird, but, um, seeing two people that didn't know each other, uh, come into the gym, do a class together and become friends That's a great answer. and build a relationship that for some reason, I guess is really satisfying to me to see, you know, two people come from a separate yeah. part of the city in a separate path in life come into this one gym to have you know that's yeah. all they have in common um you know build a relationship and become friends and you know hang out on the weekend and do things right that that's kind of i don't cool. know that's really rewarding for me i think that's that's one thing whereas on the athlete side of things it's obviously seeing someone kind of get to that next level because of because of the training right yeah. um so many kids work so hard sometimes they just need they might even 
you know, have been working hard in the past, but they might just need to be doing different or the right things, not necessarily working harder Mm -hmm. that can make a difference in their game. So obviously seeing somebody that, you know, didn't think that they were going to get drafted and then they do get drafted because, you know, of the work that they put in or, um, you know, that just seeing someone take the next step that they've earned through working their butt off in the gym is obviously that's, that's pretty rewarding, right? To see somebody, uh, somebody get to the next level. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess those would be those would be two of the bigger bigger yeah. things for me, I think. Those are good answers. Rewarding. Yeah. It'll be nice maybe like a year, two years down the road you get to go see one of your guys play in Toronto, Chicago, like a place on the East Coast and you get to go see him. That would be yeah, awesome. I was thinking Vegas, but Or Vegas. You know, East Coast would be good. Do you got too. any Vegas guys in your stable? No, you know what? We don't, but um but these they, guys these guys move around a lot and, Yeah. <laughs> and we have a lot of younger guys, so um, you know, guys that have potential to be drafted so we'll see we'll see where things go but man the nhl is so young hopefully it's i'm ridiculous. not too washed up at that point to be able to go and have a good time in vegas still no how old are you 31 yeah i just turned 31 oh, you're yeah. young grand scheme of things you're young have you ever been to vegas yeah i just went for my brother's bachelor party in uh, november so <sighs> yeah it wasn't a terrible time <laughs> my buddy's yeah. getting married next year and we're we're trying to figure out a place where to go. Oh. We're, we're stuck between Boston and Vegas. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Actually, that's our three choices were Montreal, Boston, or Vegas. Chose Vegas. Well, yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen. And then uh, I didn't think my brother was going to want to do it. And it, it worked out. And uh, I would definitely, definitely do it again. How many people did you go down with? Seven. See, that's Six perfect. Or seven. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, I would, I would recommend it. It's, it's not too bad. Like the flights were, I think I paid 400 bucks for a flight. Round um, trip, round trip, and from Halifax. Yeah, and the hotel was was not that expensive. Maybe like, I don't know, hundred hundred bucks per person per night. Did you get like um, a group deal? Yeah, not not even really. I think oh. a, like a little bit, but the flights now the flights we just all booked them at the same time. Four hundred bucks, that's nothing. Yeah, no, it was it was a great deal. And uh, the only thing is, when you get there, it's and you'll hear people say, say this, but you can spend you can spend a lot of money. Well, I heard women spend no money, and then the guys just spend a shitload of money. Like to yeah. get into a club and stuff, you gotta like yeah. That's what Especially I hear. Especially if you suck at gambling, it can be pretty expensive. Yeah, I suck. Are you good at it? Um, I'm terrible. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I, apparently not, because I lost a lot of money. But did you? Yeah. I lost. I learned my lesson when I was younger. When I was like 19, I had an addiction and I lost so much money. I was like, ah, I'm not doing it again. And I never did it. Yeah. Learned well, from my lessons. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I want to get out to Vegas for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I'm good, man. I got everything I wanted out of you. Unless you want to say something else, you want to give a plug for the for the business. Want to say hi to friends family anything feel yeah, free I guess just um yeah if you guys don't know anything about the gym um look us up um pro edge sports conditioning our instagram is at pro edge training uh same with our twitter um we help obviously we we're still growing and we would love to have uh, more athletes of any other of any sport out uh come in uh and we also work with general population people so we have a lot of classes that um are more i guess difference between our, our classes and our memberships uh, would be just that I guess we're taking more of a sports conditioning aspect putting that into our classes where we have people moving around so it's not a lot of you know not a lot of machines and uh, stationary work we're, we're doing a lot of you know a lot of the same things that the athletes are doing just toned down a little bit because really at the end of the day everyone's an athlete we just don't all train like that but you should be because if you want to be uh, be healthier and move better and live better that's one of the the best ways to to do it because look at how uh, look at how athletes are living and they're some of the healthiest people in the world so that's kind of what we model our business off of so um yeah definitely if you guys have any uh, questions about what i do or the gym itself 
um, don't hesitate to ask. Well said. Thank yeah. you for uh, coming on the podcast, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. Yeah, thank you. Always nice to talk to someone that knows a little bit about fitness and hangs around hockey guys. That's our market, so I think it worked out well. Yeah, hopefully you'll get a, get a chance to interview a couple more of them throughout the summer. I hope so. We'll see before they head back. Yeah, hopefully they say good things, eh? <laughs> hopefully. All right, so everyone listening, once again, I appreciate you tuning into the High Button Podcast. If you could do me a solid, go to all of our social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. Like, comment, subscribe. I would truly appreciate that. Once again, I love each and every one of you, and we are out.